Evil dies tonight! Evil dies tonight! Evil dies tonight! Evil dies tonight! Something upstairs. Okay. There's Big John. There's something in the house, <laughs> and we <laughs> and we are back. Welcome to podcast part three, the part three podcast. I am Sam. He is Will, and this is the third part of the part three podcast. And it's a it's a high. It's a doozy. We're finally there. We're going to talk about Halloween kills. Evil dies tonight. I took a tally. I watched it again last yeah. night. I took a tally. I may have missed some of the crowd shouting it, but they said it at least 23 times. Oh, man. 23. It's a two hour and it's not a short movie. It's a two and a half hour movie. And it's 23 times. That's it's like every it's. Oh, Will, this movie. <laughs> Yeah, what? Uh, this yeah. is why this is, ladies and gentlemen, this is why we have this podcast. <laughs> Talk about this kind of part three. This is this is this is it, it's it's what happened? Oh, I, I don't know where to begin. I mean, I've said on, you know, as we've been going through these Halloween movies, I've said my feelings about the 2018 movie, which is I, I think it's OK. It's fine. It feels sort of superfluous. Um, and maybe a little pretentious, but uh, um, there are aspects of it that I like, but on the whole, I don't love the 2018 movie. Um, and this sort of seems like an extension of that, but like everything wrong with the other Halloween sequels too, kind of wrapped in a bow. Yeah, watching it this time, I was like, this movie makes all the classic cliche horror movie mistakes. Like... This movie does everything, you know, they're joking about in Scream. And it's, Scream was 25 years ago. <laughs> well, and it's just, it's so aimless and shambling. And there's like, it, it seems like it has 25 things it wants to do, forgets about all of them until like the back 30 minutes and then decides to, to deal with all of them in one shot. You, if you want to make a movie that's about Haddonfield... Like, right. you know, the way Jaws is about Amity Island, show the community, show how they react to this. That I think that's great. And I don't think that's necessarily been done since maybe Hall the original Halloween two. And 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 yeah, here I have caps. Now he's turning us into like Halloween kills where man is the real monster. Well, I mean, and and, and that's that's sort of the thing. It's like you kind of think it's gonna do that, and then it half-asses that idea where it's like man is the real monster but no the monster is really making us the monsters and the monster is making us evil and so therefore the monster is evil and and that like logic sort of encapsulates the whole film for me almost because like so much of it is just like narrative cul-de-sacs <laughs> you know the more i the more i think about it the more i think that this was i i have to imagine the filmmakers we're thinking the whole time this is this is the jaws of the halloween franchise only instead of that tiger shark that came up from the gulf stream it's uh the 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 people uh drive a mentally incompetent man to suicide <laughs> well it, 
And, uh, oh boy, it's just, there's, uh, I just. (laughs) (laughs) But right out of the gate. So Halloween Kills follows up Halloween 2018 immediately. It's, it's essentially, it's got a lot of the original Halloween 2 in it. You spend a lot of time in a hospital. You completely sideline Jamie Lee Curtis. Right, right. Until the very last 20 minutes or 30 minutes. But even then, she she never leaves. Like, you, you, you they kind of fake you out thinking, oh, she she's going to jam herself full of pain meds and go on the on the war on path. The hunt, but then yeah. she doesn't. She pops her stitches and has to go back to bed. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so they have this whole, the, the, the mob is out. They want to get Michael Myers. Michael Myers is out there. He, he busts out of the burning building and just John Wicks his way through a bunch of firefighters. Right. And and but we don't know what his motivation is. And when we finally do, in my opinion, it completely undercuts all of his menace. This is also something that has come up in sort of the entire our entire series on Halloween is just that Michael Myers has no motive. If Michael Myers has no motivation, he's a completely uninteresting character. And it's not like he's a werewolf where he can, where you can just be like, he's an animal. He's just doing animal things. He's like a human being who apparently is evil and just murders indiscriminately. But if all he's trying to do is get home, like it, you're just kind of sitting there going, why, why does this matter? And, and well, I think you hit on something there. I, I think you hit on it's, it's, um, Michael doesn't have any rules to him. And right. Like that's the thing with a werewolf, a werewolf, there are rules to how a werewolf uh, works as a monster. There's rules to how Jason works and how Freddy works and how Leatherface works. And like, yeah, we talked about this when we were talking about Halloween 4 and Halloween H2O. But it, it, yeah, my, Michael, because he's just he's just f- flesh and blood, as right. as they keep saying in this. Right. He, uh, he he's just a guy and he kills And they gave him kind of this through line of he just wants to go home. He wants to go back to his childhood home because it it seems like Michael, what set Michael off is in the ultimately is he just really wanted his sister's room. Yeah. And like that's but that's the problem with that is that it's like because you spend so much time and because part of it is that the geography of Haddonfield isn't laid out in any like way that you can kind of understand where anyone is in relation to each other. It doesn't like land in a way it's like, Oh, of course he's killing his way home. Like, yeah. Like that's like, there's a moment where they're looking at the map and it's a straight line, but you don't even see the map. It's, it's Lonnie figures it out in the 11th hour. Right. Uh, and, it, and it's also after everyone has just sort of been aimlessly wandering around searching for Michael and trying to find him and kind of running into him and then not running into him and then trying to, and then thinking, oh, he's going to the hospital. No, he's not going to the hospital. Oh, he's going home. And it's like they could have figured this out earlier if it was that obvious. <laughs> it's another movie also where it's the, the characters, we the audience knows things that the characters don't, but it's not being played for suspense. Right. It's. It's like the, uh, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis, like, he's coming for me. He's coming. We, we know he's not. Right. We know that he is. He's not anywhere near the hospital. Whereas in Halloween 2, back in 1981, he's in the hospital pretty early on. And he's just sort of right. in the shadows, in the outskirts. And 
you know, in this case, it's it's when he when he gets you, he's menacing. But the rest of the time, he might as well not be in the movie. Right. Well, and that's that's the problem. If you don't give him a motivation, I mean, and, and it works in the original movie because we actually care about Lori and we care about her friends. And it works that you don't know. It makes it scarier that you don't know why Michael Myers is doing this. Just he's sort of a garden variety psychopath. Um, and you can be like scared about that, but in a movie where the hunter becomes the hunted, where a group of people are saying, well, we got to go out and we got to get him. You're trying to rally a posse to get him. You, you have to like have something to grab onto to like actually follow the hunter hunted through line. And you know, you just, it just isn't there. And, and, what makes it more annoying here as opposed to say if it was just if this movie was made in the 80s in the 80s i don't think there would be this much of a pretentious uh sheen to the whole thing where it's like oh he's making monsters of us all and it's kind of like a meta commentary about like violent movie horror movies in general and stuff and it's like it just it doesn't land and it didn't land for me this movie's no fun no and it hates all of its characters like none like every character is either an idiot or just or horrible and it just and they all die horribly and it's yeah i had to stop at the end of the movie and take a head count of who's still alive at the end of this movie and we've got uh jamie lee curtis is still alive uh will Patton is improbably alive after very much getting his head run over in halloween 2018 uh, the daughter's alive, Cowboy Sheriff is alive, and um, uh, Lindsay Wallace, uh, uh, the real housewife, is alive. Right, 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 right. So I don't, I don't, <sighs> and again, this is the same thing I felt after, that the problem with all of these third Halloween movies is, I don't know where you go from here. Right. Like, I, I don't know, and it's not even like this one had like a great ending, like, like Halloween 4 and Halloween H2O had. right. Yeah, exactly. And and yeah, and at a certain point, you're like, if there's not some sort of twist on why Michael Myers is doing it, which is obviously why they brought in the, the whole the whole family angle on it. And then in the return of Michael Myers, it's like he's passing on his his evil lineage to the, you know, to the next uh, generation or whatever. Um, if you don't have some sort of twist, either you know, whatever occult has resurrected him or what, what have you, it's, you're just sort of sitting here going, so we're just going to kind of do this whole thing over again. <laughs> and and it's, and it's doing the whole, the, the, the trendy nostalgia thing. We got the whole gang back. Tommy's back. Lindsay's back. Nurse, nurse chambers is back to die in a second continuity. Well, and, uh, and... Lonnie, remember Lonnie? He's back. <laughs> And, and ultimately it's like, it just makes everything so small. It makes the world, I mean, obviously Haddonfield is supposed to be a small town, but it makes it, the world of the film feel so small in a way that like everyone being related or in knowledge of each other in a small town doesn't, in real life, doesn't feel that way. Does that make sense? And that's the thing. It's, it's, this also like, it feels they've never quite pinned down like how famous is Michael Myers. Cause you go back to the first movie and like none of the kids like seem to, re- except maybe, uh, uh, Allison, the granddaughter, all of them kind of don't know. It's kind of an urban legend. Uh, in this one, like does Tommy Doyle 
go up on the talent show on Halloween every year and give that speech? Or right. was this or a special just, occasion? Well, I mean, it almost feels like the movie needed to have more of a time jump between the 2018 film and this one. And, and you, it almost feels like you wanted the, the, the Tommy Doyle role to be Lori and her to be rounding up the posse to get Michael Myers. I mean, that's sort of like cliche and kind of stupid and repetitive, but it, it, I think I'd, I think I'd feel something for that more. I, I think I think Laurie needed to be the driving force of this movie yeah. because the second the last movie proved her right. He's still a threat. <laughs> it's she's the only one that's been worried about him. But it's also like he's not the boogeyman. Right. He didn't like disappear and was never seen again. He's been in prison. You see his mugshot on TV. Right. Like Tommy yeah. Doyle says, like, we, we he always wears a mask. We don't know what he looks like. Yes, you do. In this universe, podcasters talk about Michael Myers. Michael Myers <laughs> probably has a Wikipedia page with his picture. It's like everyone knows who this person is. He's a guy that in like in this town, there's a last podcast on the less left episode about Michael Myers right. in this universe. <laughs> I guarantee you. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's one of those things. It's just, it's, it's, it just feels, it's trying to be the most realistic Halloween timeline, but it also feels so unrealistic because it's right. trying to be grounded, but it's also trying to make Michael Myers this massive symbolic evil. Yeah. It, yeah. It's trying to have it both ways because the original film, aside from Loomis's ranting and him being sort of like uh, stronger than most people, you don't get the impression that he's supernatural at all in, in Car the Carpenter movie. He's very much, you get the impression he's a real person, you know, uh, but this, it almost wants to have it both ways in some way. Yeah. Cause you know, Jamie Lee Curtis's big speech about how the evil is infecting the town and this is what Michael Myers wants. And this is the thing. And it's like, is it, is the, I don't, I, this is not tracking for me. Cause this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Every single line of dialogue in this movie would sound better coming from Donald Pleasance. <laughs> like you, none of the, all of these characters are trying to be Donald. Evil dies tonight. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, like that's, that's, that's what this movie wants to be, but it's also not playing to the cheap seats. No. Like the performances are all very grounded. Like I think everyone's very good in it. Yeah. It, it's just, it's so aimless and the characters make the stupidest decisions <laughs> yes yes they like, do. i like big john and little john i like that in this world someone bought the myers house and lives in it and yeah they know there were murders there but and they're kind of kooky dudes that love halloween but it, it feels very realistic that it's not like this dilapidated house that no right. one dares go near yeah. it's prime real estate but at the same time there's someone in there in, in their upstairs like an adult with a who's covered in blood like they know that this whoever this is is not those kids fucking with them and they go upstairs <laughs> just leave the house i have call. it in cats just leave the house call the police just no yeah. one in this movie reacts in a re like a realistic fashion like in the flashbacks he's got a uh, young hawkins partner and he's choking him out and his hawkins reaction is to shoot blindly oh 
only Loomis ever thought, just put one in the back of his head and be done with it. And they stopped him. Yeah. Ah, yeah. So many baffling decisions. Just, I mean, well, it's not baffling because it's not like the movie is like this confounding mess. It just, it feels, it feels like a Halloween sequel. There's nothing like. It's not cats. It's, 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 it still feels, yeah, it feels of a piece with this franchise, but it is 40 years of this franchise and all the characters still have to make the same cliched, stupid decisions just to keep the plot going and 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 make Michael Myers feel like an active threat. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, as as we've sort of I mean, that's the problem. And that's that's the problem with Michael Myers as a continuing character in like a serialized fashion is if you got to give him something, you got to give him something more. Uh, you know, it's uh, like you say, Jason had, there's like rules to Jason or, and, and they might mix up the formula. They might mix up how Jason gets to start killing people or how he gets awakened or whatever, but there are rules and you can follow it and you can sort of, you know, you, you understand it. And if you, it's like, you can't have it both ways with, with these types of, with your movie monsters, you got to either be, you know, you just have to have them a concrete thing and somebody can point to and be like, this is how we get him. (laughs) This is like, this is what his deal is. And this is how we kill him. And they came like really close to that. They, like they should have, that should have been Lori that figured that out. Give her something active to do. She figures out that like, Oh, he's going from here to here to here. There is a pattern, right? He's He's, going home. He's going home. But yeah, but again, and the problem is, is I don't, what's this like, you somebody needs to say what the significance of home is for Michael Myers outside of yeah. he killed his sister there, and he and, likes to look at himself in the in the window, right? And and it's like somebody, and I mean, this is if you had Loomis, you could give the, you know he could give this exposition, but somebody needed to explain why why home was important, you know, whatever it was. Even if it's like, oh, he's like, he is an apex predator and apex predators always go to their, you know, their home base or what. I don't care. Whatever it is. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, imagine like this was, this is honestly too out there for this, this, what this movie wants to be. But like, what if it is, it is like kind of ultimately like a turf war that what they realize is Michael, we're defending Haddonfield, but this is Michael Myers territory too. He thinks we're the encroaching threat. He is an apex predator. So, like, what if the solution at the end is, oh, yeah, he it is his turf. He sits in that house, and he'll come out now and then, and you better get out of the way. And then the sequel to Halloween Kills, Halloween Ends, is, like, three years later, and it's what is life in, like, the kingdom of Michael Myers. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Or, or well, it's just, or Michael Myers is just this, this thing like Godzilla in the Godzilla movies, where it's just we yeah. have to just deal with him or a hurricane it's like, or something well, like he's, that. Yeah, he's yeah, he's Boo Radley, but if Boo Radley did indeed like run out every every now and then and just like kill people, right. but you know, don't go into the Myers house. He's up there. Leave him alone. That just seems you can't have him be just a completely. You, he can't be the shark from Jaws. No. Well, and and that's again either either make him supernatural if you if you 
I mean, if you need it or, or give him some, something, something for to grab onto. Cause I was just mostly confused for most of this movie, just being like, why is he killing these people? You know, I mean, and, and, and in a way that the first movie, you could hate, take that, that, uh, that thought in the, for the first movie, but it doesn't, work that way because you're so invested in the characters and it's not just this indiscriminate killing because there's the the tension and the and you know the mood of the of the original halloween is so strong that it kind of negates those questions and speaking of supernatural it can't go unaddressed silver shamrock masks all over this movie all over all over the last movie which begs the question is this a universe where Season of the Witch is a movie? Or is this a universe where Silver Shamrock exists? See, and and if if Halloween ends reveals that that Silver Shamrock is the uh is behind it all, I will uh I will be bowing down to all three of these movies yeah. saying uh, we are not worthy because Who is uh, your dream who I mean uh, who is your dream? Let's just assume that's what's going to happen cuz right. I mean we're they, they, you're printing money bringing back season of the witch who who's your who's your dream casting for connell cochran oh oh that's a good question how about let me think on that what are your do you have your one um well we can't do malcolm mcdowell because he's already been loomis (laughs) uh do we cast him a little younger do we go like a fast bender sort of thing we could do that you know what you and mcgregor Ewan McGregor, like Ooh. in uh, uh, Birds of Prey, like, you know, him just yeah. sort of just going crazy. Yeah, just really like out there, Connell Cochran. Yeah. And then like maybe at some point you reveal like he has like a Sith Lord thing where you reveal he is like a, a thousand year old warlock <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I would I would pay money, a lot of money to see that movie. <laughs> yeah, that that that's. I don't know. It's it's the movie's like afraid to kind of be out there a little bit. Like the kills are all brutal, but you get really like numb to them. You get like Michael. This Michael loves head trauma. He's gonna buy, <laughs> he's gonna bop your head against things like crazy. But he, there's nothing creative about I, yeah, any of I, them. But, like he does I, like the thing where he poses the bodies, but I don't know. There's just like he, he's just like kind of a he'll kill you like a guy in the bar that got too drunk. Just slamming you into things. It, it's like I like the actor that plays him. I like the like the older guy, James Jude Courtney. He's great. I think like the physicality is really good. But well, it's just no, like, I mean, he's just sort of a tank. I mean, he just kind of goes in. He just and kills whatever's sort of in front of him. It's not even. He's not doing this like stalking the babysitters thing. You know no. that, that that we're sort of used to. Yeah, um, there's not a lot of Michael like like, and they did this in the Halloween 2018, which I liked. Is you, you there are scenes where you kind of see him in the background, right, like yeah. like at the gas station and stuff. And it, there's just there's none of that in this. It, he feels way more like uh, the Rob Zombie uh, Michael Myers in this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he just he just feels like just this this unstoppable force, which I mean, I think they were going for. It just doesn't. It's not like the aliens in Alien where you're just, you know, where where they do feel like an unstoppable force, but that's because they're just so unknowable as like, yeah, you can't and even then they have rules, right? Like well, there's right. do's and don'ts with the aliens, right? right exactly. Uh, 
and like there's like little moments where you get a sense of that like weird like stunted child michael myers like when he's when he's stabbing lenny clark with all the knives right like yeah, that yeah. scene you know it, it's he he just like it almost like he's like trying them out to see if there's one that he likes like yeah. i like that moment because he has like there's like a something about his body language where he like stabs and then kind of looks at the body and then gets another knife and, stabs yeah, yeah. kind of looks at the body like hmm, how's hmm, okay <laughs> Try it's, another it's, one. yeah 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 like the, there, like he's not like Michael is a character that does react and has like personality and has almost like a playful side, right? And you don't see much of that in this one. And I wish you did. I wish they they latched on to the stuff for like the putting on the ghost costume with the glasses <laughs> right. from yeah, the original. Yeah. Like, yeah. But this is a movie. This is a movie that's trying to like. It's too busy wanting to say something and mean something. And mean something and something about about human nature and following people. I mean, like that stuff with the with the other escapee. Oh, uh, the- I, I it, like it was just it just felt so pointless. I was like, why is this happening? Like, and they could have leaned into it more. Like, maybe make it more ambiguous. If Michael really is out there, did he get right. out of the house? Is right. the crowd, is the mob like just go- like there, there is something I like about Anthony Michael Hall's performance as Tommy Doyle, where you get the sense this is a guy that's just, just been waiting for an opportunity to like get his bat and lead the mob, you know, like oh, there's yeah. a, you, get, you get the sense this guy, you know, he's like a little too amped for this to be happening uh, and maybe lean into that, make him more right. like 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 just a kind of unhinged guy like he's he's been as affected by this as laurie has but he's way less smart about it and he's getting people killed right and i i mean and i think that that mob needs to be causing wanton destruction throughout the movie leading up to the the guy killing himself and sort of getting this, this sort of by the time you get to the hospital there's this full head of steam behind sort of the yeah the, the mob as opposed it, to like the mob just kind of appears out of nowhere, nowhere. At the hospital yeah and 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 every time the movie gets to the point where it's going to hold the the mob accountable like there's these lines like you know he's turning us into monsters or right. or uh judy greer who's kind of the voice of reason through most of the movie still has a line where she's like you got, you got an innocent man killed and then she adds like well none of us are innocent yeah yeah it's so weird i don't i don't understand it and and the whole thing you know the movie was filmed before this but it all takes kind of a weird it has a weird uncomfortable feeling post january 6th like yeah yeah i i I don't know if that was intentional but it just it's like it it makes you feel like icky in the wrong way (laughs) yeah it's so bizarre because i since i didn't watch i didn't watch this until like two days ago um you know i sort of saw a lot of the discourse popping up on twitter and now i don't when it first when it first came out now i don't really remember what all that was but i don't i don't know why everyone was like why there was so much discourse about this. This seems like such a forgettable movie at the end of the day. Yeah, I honestly haven't read a lot of discourse. Like, I know that there's people that like elements of it. And there are good parts of it. And, and, like, up to a point, it's a really good-looking movie. Oh, yeah. And so, like, the final sequence where suddenly it looks like they shot Michael in, like, a black box theater. 
Yeah. And it like like all the massacre stuff feels like reshoots, but I don't think it was. Yeah. But yeah. like, yeah, there's some great stuff. Like all the flashback stuff looks great. They nailed yeah. the look of everything. Like, yeah. They got a different younger guy to play Michael. That's an actor playing Loomis, by the way. No, I know. I I, I saw that, and that's yeah. like all makeup and, and stuff. He's the is... he's the art director. His name's Tom Jones Jr. And they they just dubbed his voice. And I was like, when I found that, I was like, oh my god, they nailed it. They did like yeah. that's incredible because yeah. I assumed it was a a deep fake young yeah. no I did too pushing thing, but and you know it's it, it, this movie made me miss Donald Pleasance more than any. <laughs> of the other non-Donald Pleasance movies. Cause yeah. like he need like this is this is the movie he should have been alive for. Cause he right. would have made this like the when you have the mob elements in like Halloween four when he's like, you don't have a police force. <laughs> like it works. Cause he sells it because it's ridiculous, but like he's playing it just real enough and he he's not he's not like phoning it in at all. And yeah. you don't have that here because, you know, no one's phoning it in, but everyone's playing it very real. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Almost like the difference between real. between Jamie Lee Curtis, very deftly, you know, very well delivering delivered line of like, this is Michael's masterpiece versus this is Michael's, Michael's masterpiece. masterpiece. Yeah. masterpiece. <laughs> you are the Duke. You are the number one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right. I think you're absolutely right. And and it, it needed it needed less of sort of that, uh, you know, uh, improv feel like improv mumblecore feel to it and more. Yeah, more. Yeah. Playing to the cheap also, seats. Also, like the, the, the improv thing and doesn't work when every like featured extra feels like a weird character. Right. Like yeah. there's the bartender and the the couple, the nurse and doctor couple. <laughs> yes. It's like and everyone at that bar at the talent show and yeah. and it's yeah. another public domain world too. No one dressed up like uh like whatever was topical in 2018. Right. Like yeah. no one's yeah. no one dressed as Donald Trump, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, that like for for Halloween that year everyone is public domain. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or or uh, Silver Shamrock. <laughs> yes. Which maybe if it's based off the movie, it's right. not public domain. But That's if right. in this universe, it's like in Halloween three, where every kid knows you can pair uh, you can you can pair a skull, a witch or a pumpkin with any costume. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's yeah, it, it, it's just a movie that just feels like a lot of half measures. Yeah. And anytime it seems like it wants to go in an interesting direction, it kind of gets distracted with something else. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's like, oh, this is actually going to be about the town of Haddonfield and, and how it works. Well, we kind of need to circle back to, to Jamie Lee Curtis and her family and see how everyone's doing there. And then, well, let's see what Michael's up to. Oh, he's killing people. OK, now we're going to see like what's happening with the Haddonfield folks. And yeah. <laughs> And Jamie Lee Curtis doesn't eat. At some point, the movie's just like we're gonna give her a romantic backstory with Hawkins out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah like and I was and, trying and, to remember if this was something that was touched upon in the first movie, 
or what? Yeah, I was going like, to ask you. I was like, I don't remember anything. About I don't this remember it at all. Like, I like Will Patton. I always like Will Patton in a movie. He's 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 a fun guy. He's a he's a good character actor. But it's it's just like, did we need to bring this dude back from the dead just to have? He's just there to have give Laurie someone to talk to. Yeah, because yeah. because at some point. You know, her granddaughter, Allison, goes off with uh, baby Adam Driver. Right. Yeah. And uh, and and they're both dressed like Bonnie and Clyde the whole movie. And never at any point do they reference it. Like when they right before they go into the Myers house, they should have looked at each other and been like Bonnie and Clyde. And then just like, you know, like <laughs> on three. Yeah. I don't know. There's just so much about it that just it just felt. And also, and as we said, it just felt mean spirited. There just was so much. It yeah. Just, like, like it didn't. The movie just kind of hated its characters. Well, it, it, yeah, it's that it's the same trend that I hate in these nostalgia trip movies where we, the audience, the filmmakers hold this stuff in a near reverential level. But for some reason in the narrative, our beloved characters are all like miserable burnout failures <laughs> who like whose lives just fell apart right after the events. It's like, is there any anyone in any of these characters that have come back where their life is going OK? <laughs> like, I haven't seen Ghostbusters Afterlife, but it seems like they all fell out of touch and yeah. and and in a way that seems wildly out of character. Uh Luke Skywalker lives on a on a rock and molests manatees. Han Solo's son is a serial killer and his marriage fell apart. Lori lives in a shack and never got over what happened in 1978. Right. right. It's 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 just it's kind of depressing. Yeah. Like how, whatever is exists in our heads in like or in fan fiction is more fun than seeing these characters that we we love just kind of get degraded. No. Well, I mean, I, I, I will say, I think part of what, for me, I think part of what Star Wars, uh, the themes of Star Wars is sort of the next generation fixing the problems of the previous generation. And I, for me, that through line, at least for the first two of the sequel trilogy works for me. Um, I know it doesn't work for, a lot of people and i know it doesn't work for you but it works well well uh, i mean look oh look gang (laughs) you think we got a lot to talk about with these four halloween movies just wait until our star wars trilogy of return of the jedi (laughs) revenge of the sith and the rise of skywar the three r's the reading writing writing arithmetic of of the star wars (laughs) franchise of the skywalker saga yeah. No, well, this is the, my problem with that with with Star Wars is that I, I have no problem with like you know the new generation coming in and fixing the problems of the old one, but it's like it's just there's such a jump and in Star yeah. Wars, kind of like this, it feels really cynical in that like Return of the Jedi ends and like we stopped the Emperor, we won the we stopped the Empire, we defeated space fascism. Literally, the next movie, if you're watching them in order, space fascism's back. It doesn't seem to have missed a beat. And, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I I think what I wanted was a how, like there should have yeah. like 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 there should have been a movie. But I I don't know, and this doesn't apply to that. This doesn't work with Halloween except for. I think the whole conceit of this move of these new Halloween movies, which is five seconds after the end of the original Halloween, Michael Myers was apprehended. 
Right. <laughs> kind of went went surprisingly quietly, all things considered. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, the... the yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I think the, the turning Laurie Strode into Sarah Connor, I think, is a weird, a strange choice. And I think it's also the problem is they don't, if they're going to do that with Laurie, they don't go far enough. There's a fan theory out there, because in the first movie, in Halloween 2018, you see her sitting outside the prison when the bus is leaving right. to transfer yeah. the prisoners. There's a theory that Laurie caused the, the bus crash. She left my car. Oh, you could double down on that. Maybe yeah. she did. Maybe she says in that movie, like, I've been waiting for him to get out so I could kill him. Like, what if everyone in this movie is like, oh, no, this is my fault. Oh, no, no, right. this is my fault. What I if it is? And what if Laurie is at the end, like, it's my fault. It's actually and, my fault. I love she rev- yeah. And she yeah. reveals that as Michael Myers is murdering her daughter. Right. You know, yeah. Like, that's that. I'm. I, I, I don't want to do a podcast where it's just what I would have done, <laughs> but that's what I would have done. <laughs> well, it's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It just, it needed something. It needed some yeah. sort of, some sort of twist or some sort of revelation that just made it not just a generic Halloween sequel. If Michael's turned them into monsters, they have to be turned into monsters. Right. Like, yeah. like that. Cause he's not, Michael isn't the emperor. He's not Palpatine. He's not seeing them all do this and going, good, good. Yeah, no, he doesn't he... give a fuck. He's just walking around. And how would he know anyway? And like, he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't care. He just sort of walks in a direction and kills anything in his way. I mean, at least that's yeah. the way he's presented here. Like, if you run away fast enough from Michael Myers, he will get bored and go do something else. <laughs> It's not Jason. It's not Freddy. Like, Freddy isn't going to stop because he you can't stop him. He will. He, you have to fall asleep. You can't stop Leatherface because Leatherface is hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Leatherface just wants to know why people keep showing up at his house. <laughs> but but no, it's just it needed something. And, and you know, in my mind and. You know, I, I don't have have the affection for the Halloween sequels that you do. Um, but uh, in my mind, there's really not that big of a difference between this and the return of Michael Myers. It's I agree. The, the return of Michael Myers has a better ending. <laughs> yeah, I think it has a better ending and a better lead character. Right, right. And like yeah. you have someone to latch on to. Right, you have exactly. Crazy Loomis, who's your connective tissue, and you have Daniel Harris, who you care about. Right. And she's like gives a great performance, and you you care about this this little girl. You know, I don't give a shit about anyone in this movie. No, no, yeah. Like I I bummed that they killed Judy Greer, which I, I assume is her punishment for getting a movie where she's allowed to do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, that's the thing. I don't have an affection for the Halloween sequels. I find them fascinating yeah. because there's so many retcons and so many continuities. Like, I love, I have an affection for the Jason movies because it's just, it's basically like eating a bunch of Reese's peanut butter cups. They're not good, but they're like, they're so digestible and fun. And like when we talk, I guarantee you, when we talk about Friday the 13th part three in 3D, we aren't going to have as much to say as we've had about any of these movies because that movie's just like, it's a slasher movie. It's in 3D. (laughs) Like it's, 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 it's Jason gets his mask. 
it's like right. yeah it's 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 as cliche as possible and they throw things at the camera and a good time is had by all yeah it, uh, it has no pretensions about what it's doing or why it's doing it it's just uh, we're gonna try and do the most inventive makeup effects we can think of and kills and here are some boobs and uh, that's the, the end of the story <laughs> it's just... yeah it, it's so weird how many false starts this franchise has had yeah and yeah. and I, I mean, again, I think the reason I keep coming back to it is I'm genuinely interested every time they come back to Michael Myers to see have they have they cracked the code? Have they figured out something they can do with him that isn't completely ludicrous and <laughs> isn't reliant on the family connection that a lot of fans seem to dislike, even though I would argue it 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 was like it the thing that kept the franchise buoyant for 15 to 20 right. years. Yeah. I mean, and, and so, so, I mean, let's, let's talk about this as part of, as in terms of a part three, right? Because I mean, this is, this is the part of, you know, our podcast is about part threes. Um, and how, so this is sort of an interesting. dare what? you, how dare you condescend to me like that, sir? <laughs> Keeping us on task like that. <laughs> well, um, evil know, dies it's... tonight, Will. God damn Yes. He will die tonight. tonight. Okay. So, but okay. So it's, this is a part three. And so this is different than kind of, well, it's actually, I mean, it's very similar to um, the return of Michael Myers because this isn't uh, like the end of a trilogy. This is supposed to sort of move us into the next movie as well. Um, so what do you think as like a part three of Halloween of the Halloween saga? <laughs> I don't know. I, it's such a continuation of Halloween 2018 and it doesn't really add anything new to the story. We're, we're right back where we were at the end. Like he's out there and Lori's going to try to get him. Lori, yeah, I don't know where they go. And I, and I I will say now, I think Halloween ends is going to feel more like a part three because it is going to be the end of a trilogy. And when that comes out, I'm sure we will get around to it. But yeah, I don't know. It 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 doesn't feel like I honestly come out of this one feeling like they have less of an idea of what they want this this version of the Halloween franchise to be. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, and it's just partly because this this one just felt so meandering and aimless. And like and because when this movie was announced, it was announced with a Halloween ends as well. Wasn't it? It was announced yeah. as, so it, 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 you'd think that they'd have some sort of direction they were going that they were like, this is where we're headed. And you'd think yeah. it'd be a little stronger than just kind of this meandering nonsense. <laughs> yeah. And it's, well, what's weird is that I think they're like basically before COVID, I think they were planning to film them back to back, but they're not, going to be like narratively back to back because I think they're supposed to, it's going to be like Halloween ends jumps ahead to present day. Okay. Like it's, it's like they said, they they were saying like, I think I read an interview that said they're going to like COVID will be like addressed. Like they'll have come out of a pandemic in this movie. The face Will's making gang. He's turned into a Muppet. He's, He's, he's disappointed Kermit. I I, uh, I, I, uh, I don't know. I, I that sounds so 
Well, I mean, it kind of, I mean, it fits with sort of the way that these other two movies have been, but it just sounds so pretentious and like annoying in a slasher movie. And it's just, to what end? What does it buy you? I don't know. I don't know. What does it buy you? I mean, I'm, I'm always going, I want to be surprised. Every time I go to a movie like this, a reboot or a sequel, I want to be proven wrong. I want, uh, I want to go in and have Rise of the Planet of the Apes, where I think it's going to be an absolute disaster and it's turns out to be like probably the best movie in the franchise. I want that to happen. I want them to swing for the fences. I I don't, I I want, there's, there is a way to do an interesting version of Halloween. Right. I don't really know what it is. And I think you'd have to break from the slasher movie norms. And if you take the other, the other three Halloween threes, you have Halloween three season of the witch, which is trying to abandon everything. We're going to turn this franchise, (laughs) except the concept of Halloween, the holiday. We are going to turn the franchise into something completely different. And obviously people push back on that. You have Halloween four. That's it's the force awakens. It's we've, we're going to reboot with what we've still got. We're going to bring back Michael Myers and we're going to introduce a new set of characters and take the franchise in a new direction. Obviously they didn't do that, but that's what they did. And then you have Halloween H2O, which is an end movie. It's not constructed to have a sequel. It's let's do a third movie where we give Laurie Strode the resolution she never got uh, prior to this. And I think that one works really well as the final movie in a trilogy. You can watch Halloween, Halloween 2, and Halloween H2O, and it feels like a complete arc for Laurie Strode. And then you have these ones, Halloween, Halloween, Halloween Kills. (laughs) And it... I mean, it's not a trilogy. It's not meant to be a trilogy. It's meant to be the original Halloween and then a new trilogy following it up. Right. This feels like this movie feels like what everyone complains. The last Jedi is, (laughs) which is just like, like everyone's like, Oh, the last Jedi hates star Wars. The last Jedi, you know, like doesn't does. It hates all its characters and it it, it turns and it's let the past die. And it's like, and no, that's not, that's not, the problem with the last Jedi. That's not my problem with the last Jedi, but it, that is, I think the problem with Halloween kills. Right. Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right. I think that's a, a very astute point. Um, it, it just, it feels like the, it doesn't, uh, for lack of a better term, respect the franchise in a way, uh, at least respect it in a way to do something creatively. with. Yeah. It, it doesn't seem like, like it seems like it respects the franchise, but it also it doesn't have the confidence to do anything different. It's more interested in constantly undercutting all the things that came before. They have a whole scene again where they have to talk about the fucking doctor from the last movie. It's like it was his obsession to see you and Michael fight, not Michael's. Michael doesn't care about you, right? <laughs> you don't. You're you. You have no. You have no part in this, Ray slash Laurie. Yeah. And again, I get it. Like the 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 brother sister thing is like a little convenient and a little weird, but it like it gets you from a point A to point B in a very simple fashion. Uh, yeah, that that this movie is just struggling to find that. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I would argue, just from a narrative standpoint, your antagonist trying to get to your protagonist and killing everyone in between is more compelling than your antagonist trying to get to a location and killing everyone on his way there and your protagonist off doing 
fuck all whatever yeah or and like know, yes sleeping. that that makes michael more mysterious and it's scarier when he doesn't have a motivation but it also gives you a lot less gas for storytelling yeah yeah and i mean in, unless you're gonna do something really radical with him uh and and i i i i, I can't imagine what that would be in a satisfying way i mean well like we we nailed it it's either the kingdom of Michael Myers, Haddonfield with Michael Myers as the mayor. Right. He's, or alternatively, it's um, it's Ewan McGregor as Connell Cochran. And and it's Silver Shamrock has been controlling Michael Myers this whole time to to unleash the the apocalypse. You can retcon it. Those podcasters, they weren't podcasters. They worked for Silver Shamrock. He takes the mask out and he says, you can feel its power. That's it's right. There's a, there's a fucking Stonehenge chip in that. Like, what if the end of this movie was he grabs his head and it melts into snakes and then Connell Cochran comes out like Nick Fury? Oh, and just says, happy, happy Halloween. Oh, that's a movie. That's a fucking movie. I would pay so much money to see the fans reaction. They would cheer. You would have I would wa- I would watch the videos of that like I do the reaction to Avengers Endgame videos. <laughs> Yeah. So, here we are. Which of the four Halloween threes is your favorite? I'm gonna have to go with Halloween, the actual Halloween three season of the witch, just because it is so cuckoo bananas, and uh, so many of the Halloween sequels. I'm including Halloween Kills in this. Just feels so similar and so the same. Uh, and uh, and I think it. I think the the Twilight Zone nature of halloween season of halloween three season of the witch is uh it just is fun yeah i i think i'm with you on that i i would argue that like the best third movie would be halloween h2o like that's the one that just feels it's a it's a it's a brisk 85 minutes which you know (laughs) i love i'm a busy man Uh, I, i like to get in and get out that movie doesn't waste any time and it moves and it has a great button on the end that you don't need sequels. It's not like, it's not a cliffhanger. It's done. She yeah. gets her resolution there. But yeah, I, I think what we want with Halloween as a franchise, swing for the fences. Even if it means, you know, let let the past die. Yeah. Melt it <laughs> melt it with snakes if you have to. Like, I, I, I will, for all its flaws, if I'm popping one in to watch in an evening, I'm watching Halloween 3. It's, it's a shambling, weird thing, but by the time it goes crazy, you're like, this is amazing. I mean, that's how I felt the first time I saw that movie. I was like, how have I never seen this before? This is incredible. <laughs> I do think this was an interesting primer into the concept of part threes. And, and like, because you've got Cliffhanger, you've got one that doesn't really feel like anything. You've got the complete gear shift. And then you have the one that does feel like the end of a trilogy. Halloween gives you a nice little sampler. And we're going to get a lot of different movies like that as we go, as we dive, go down the rabbit hole. Yes. Uh, As we move through the part threes. Yes. (laughs) And, uh, I think coming up, uh, you know, we we're we're deep in uh, you know, it's it's we're deep in Los Angeles winter, which feels like autumn. Uh, <laughs> so that's why we've been doing Halloween for four weeks. But I think we're um, next up. We're going to Detroit. We're going we're gonna, to old Detroit for we're gonna, RoboCop three. We are we are going to break ground on New Delta City. 
uh, <laughs> with RoboCop 3, uh, direct, from the director of Night of the Creeps. Yep, and Monster Squad. Yep. And so, co-writer of The the Predator. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and we both have been dragging our heels on Ghostbusters. We'll get around to it. We'll, it will happen. We'll make it happen. It's. I think. I think after Halloween Kills, we need. We need a little fun. A little palate cleanser. I don't want to. I don't want to yeah. revisit yeah. The, my sad, bloated, alcoholic, like <laughs> pop culture aunts and uncles of my youth. I. I, I just. I just want. I just want to yeah. see a guy who sort of looks like Peter Weller fly around. Fly. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of. Don't we all want that some days? I'm I'm excited. I feel like we've 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 rounded a corner. We've we've learned a little bit about ourselves. We've learned a little bit about uh, audio recording and how we're not great at it, but we're 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 learning. <laughs> we're learning. Well, uh, until next time, we will see you all. I am Sam. Thank you all for listening. And as I've said many times, find friends to talk about bullshit with because it's the it's the best way to end the day. And uh, it, it's it's an absolute delight in these trying times to talk with you, Will, about the the dumbest movies possible sometimes. Well, I yes, absolutely. I am on board, always happy to talk about dumb movies because my wife doesn't want to hear no, me talk. About I, dumb I, movies, I've so. tried explaining <laughs> these movies to Elise and uh, the best I've gotten so far is she's open to the concept of Conan the Barbarian, but there is no third Conan the Barbarian, (laughs) so that doesn't help us. (laughs) Well, evil died tonight. It certainly did. It certainly did. (laughs) So until next time, uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, Follow us on Twitter at podcast part three. That's the number three. Uh, We will, you know, at some point in the near future, have a little website set up. We are not worthy of a Patreon yet, so don't ask. Uh, and, uh, you know, any thoughts you got? Comments? Movie suggestions? Shout them out. We're all ears. We love to chit-chat about this sort of thing. And uh, thank you for listening. Yeah. Adios. <laughs> <laughs> need to figure out our, our outro here. <laughs> Evil dies tonight. Evil Evil dies tonight. (laughs) Goodbye, Will. Goodbye, Sam. (laughs)